Hey, it's Alicia Sweeney, and we've got a legend in the studio today. In the early 80s, he founded the band Camper Van Beethoven. By 1991, he went on to form Cracker, thus shaping alternative music as we know it. David Lowry is here in the studio. Welcome. Uh, Well, it's a pleasure to be here. He's back in Colorado, too. Yeah. We're going to have a chat. You're going to play us a solo set of new tunes. You're going to play us a Cracker classic as well. The latest solo album is called In the Shadow of the bowl and let's start off with something from that now what are you going to play first my oldest memory is meeting my dad again after he'd been stationed in korea i actually switch this country in the song to vietnam because it fits the rhyme of the song better but it's korea it was just kind of a surreal childhood that i lived this is just a story of sort of those few years right there your earliest memories. And my this, earliest memories, yes. This whole new album is autobiographical. Let's get into this one. Frozen Sea, 1963. It's David Lowry in our studio. steps laugh smoke cigarettes look out at the frozen sea say it ain't happened here since 23 I go down into the kitchen strange man in a uniform Holds my mother's hand, she kisses his cheek. My sisters are down at his legs, hug and call him pa. He reaches down and lifts me in his arms, puts a silk ball cap on my head, says Vietnam. Go out to see the frozen sea. My sister on her crutches, father and me. The boats they lay upon their side in Margate Harbor at low tide. We go out to see the frozen sea. Braces and crutches My sister climbs the ramp Into the C-130 Air Force cargo plane Two airmen get to their feet Lift my sister in the air 
They put her in the seat between the two of them My sister laughs, my mother still looks grim And we flew out across the English sea Over southern France, across the Pyrenees To an airfield just outside Sevilla, LaGuardia they greeted us Mother muttered Fascist under her breath Fifty years later Again at Margate Bay In the JMW Turner Gallery Someone lights a cigarette Mammy can't smoke that in here It was the artist Tracy Emin in the flesh In the main gallery Her famous bed And we went out across the Margate High Street Into the old market for Cornish pasties My sister bummed a cigarette We went back out into the street And the sky was like a JMW Turner painting it's Indy 1023 in the performance studio. I have the pleasure of saying that's David Lowry joining us. Frozen Sea 1963, the new autobiographical album is out now. It's called In the Shadow of the Bull. And you just had your birthday. I had my birthday a couple of days ago. Yeah. Yes, I'm 59 now. So Happy belated birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I want to talk about this new album first with you, and it's been described as an austere effort in the vein of Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska, but not that dark. Yeah, I wanted it to be something that my family would listen to and, and friends would listen to and just kind of feel good about life. So, you know, it, it does have that tone and it is very much like uh, something like a, as minimal as I could make the music and still be a song. It was, it was interesting because there was, you know, I had to be really disciplined about it. And I, I have a second disc that's halfway done, too, that I'll release in the spring. So each of the songs on there, there's, there's different a, years. Yeah, there's a year listed. One. Yeah. And there's years that I didn't include because I just, I didn't think the song, I just tried to do every year just as this discipline, do something. And there's songs that I didn't really think were that good so I just left them out I thought it was interesting because you're known to write about other characters right and everything so this one was really you telling your story that's the discipline that is hard for me to do to not really embellish it yeah. right and just keep it really stripped down and raw I don't know it's an interesting little journey I'm on for me right now um I think there's basically three discs of this. I'll do the sec finish the second one, then I'll probably wait like five years to do the third one, just get a little more perspective on it. Because mm -hmm. right now I'm up to about 1989. I like that, and it's a great gift for your family and yeah, and oh yeah, too. 
I feel like you have a special connection to Colorado. Just you guys have you've toured through here so much over the years. I know your brother in mm. rock, Johnny Hickman, lives right outside of Fort Collins. That's right. Um, we've yeah, we've played here a lot. It was also one of the first. I mean, if you're talking about just popularity wise, yeah. the, um, so sort of this area embraced our country alt rock sort of combination. Yeah. This was like the one of the perfect places for us, and so we were popular here early on, and um, a lot of radio stations here, you know, kind of responded to that and played our stuff a lot. We've always had a good crowd here. Yeah, when you were performing that first song, a coworker whispered over to me, and she was like, "I remember seeing them," and she Googled the date real quick in 1986, opening up for REM at CU in Boulder. That's right. That's kind of our big breakthrough is that we basically put out three albums in 18 months yeah, and went from nobody knowing who we were to being on tour with REM. And we did it all ourselves, completely independently. Like we, I mean, well, we, we had a manager. He was our friend who's just kind of this guy that would come sit backstage after our shows and we'd smoke pot. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. And, uh, you know, so it was just kind of a family indie little business that we created. And we went from like nobody knew who we were to eight months later we were on tour with R.E.M., yeah. yeah, what a great, great And that was the first one we did with them. In addition to music, you're also a music professor, music teacher, which we'll talk about in a moment. For Cracker and Camper Van Beethoven fans, you can catch uh, the two bands playing New Year's Eve this year at Soil Dove Underground, which is exciting. D- David Lowry, you're here to play us some solo songs. Let's get into the next one. This song's from 1967. This follows the first one. It's the next one in the order, and it's sort of just being a kid in Spain, kind of how weird it was in some ways and how great it was we lived pretty close to the bullfighting ring and there was bullfighting and as a narrative device to take us through the story I keep asking my father do they really kill the bull and also have this memory of just how much music was around me. It was really, and I think this has a lot to do with how I play guitar and why I was so fascinated with music is my father and like all the GIs, it was their connection home, but they were also delving into the local Andalusian, you know, style. And just, it was always music around us. And so that's sort of what I'm getting at in this too. Well, let's hear it now. David Lowry with the song Plaza de Toros. I remember waking up to the bright sunlight streaming through the blinds and from the courtyard rose Sevillanas and American rock and roll My father in his Sunday best played records for his friends I tasted sand from a half full cup and my sister slapped my hands then we followed on the swelling crowd to the plaza de toro now comes the picadors the crowd gets to their feet and roars Papa, do they really care? 
David Lowry from the band's Cracker and Camper Van Beethoven. This is a song from my solo autobiographical project called In the Shadow of the Bull. The song's called Mexican Chickens 1989 because it goes year by year. La 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 to the morning darkness gravel underfoot heard the screen door gently close I slid across the seat the steering wheel was cold 
Tiny icicles on the glass In the corner of the windows The desert air was dry They were melted in an instant I pulled onto the highway And I began to cry I was leaving her behind was really for the best I had something deep inside Boundless anger without reason Yeah, we all got someone we left behind Cause we just weren't right in our hearts and our minds Yeah, we all got someone we were lucky to find In the first place yeah, we all got someone we never treated right We were selfish and drinking, staying out all night Yeah, we all got someone we were lucky to find In the first place And when she awakes I hope that she's not sad I loved her from the first time I laid my eyes upon her Got a little house Drove a truck, played in a band Got some Mexican chickens And we raised them on our land Talked of having little girls They'd have their mother's little curls It was more than a dream Yeah, one day they'd be real I played out on the road At first she came along Sang the harmonies, mixed the sound Sold the albums and the singles I hung out in the bar Till the closing time I was foolish, I was selfish I'd find her sleeping in the car Yeah, we all got someone we left behind Cause we just weren't right in our hearts and our minds Yeah, we all Got someone we were lucky to find In the first place Yeah, we all got someone We never treated right We were selfish and drinking Staying out all night Yeah, we all got someone We were lucky to find In the first place She went Back to our house To feed and raise the animals We slowly grew apart And I was growing meaner I drank when I got up Cause the motel room was hot Or something stupid I'd done 
I was lonely for my girl There was always someone else And then there was another I could barely stand myself I was stoned all the time When I finally came on back She said something changed inside you I smashed a glass against the wall Went out walking in the desert When I come on back She was sleeping peacefully I knew that she was better Better off without me The little girls were there I saw their faces in her hair But now it was clear I would never be their father Put on my coat and hat Slid the deadbolt in the hasp Took one last look back at her I stepped across the threshold David Lowry is my guest. You've had such a, an innovative career over the last 35 years with your bands that people have just looked up to for decades. And I went down a YouTube rabbit hole yesterday watching old clips of Cracker and Camper Van yeah. Beethoven. Do you ever do that? Like, uh, go be, go look and see, oh, that's what it was like when I was on Letterman. Or Yeah. What tends to happen is I'm not on social media except for Twitter. Mm -hmm. It's a long story, but I can kind of filter it the way I want it, my experience to be better. But every once in a while I see something come up in my feed and somebody's tweeting us from a record store performance in 1986. And I'll look at that and then I'll see that the person also has uh, videos of like people that I know from other bands around that time. And that's what really gets me down the rabbit hole is then I'm like going, oh, yeah, well, what about the cat heads or... What about the Donner Party? What else is on here from that time? Or the wrestling worms or, you know, people that I grew up with. And that's what's, that's kind of, that's neat that that's there as sort of an, a library of things. And I remember my friends and I remember those times. It's fun. Yeah. I was reminded that you were nominated for an MTV Video Music Award in 1992 for Best New Artist. And we were up against Nirvana. Nirvana. So the reason that <laughs> I, I saw that on my YouTube rabbit hole was the musician Daniel Johnston just passed away. Uh -huh. the, yeah. the outsider artist and Kurt Cobain had worn a shirt of Daniel Johnston's artwork on right. stage when he accepted the award. Right. that year. Were you at the MTV VMAs that year? What do you remember about that time? We had the opportunity to tour and we said, we're never going to win. <laughs> I mean, that was just like, you know, that was a cultural shift with that Nirvana Nevermind album. There's a huge cultural shift that takes place and we're just like, yeah, we're never going to win. So we just didn't even go. You chose your fans yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the road instead. Uh, tell me some rock star moments or when you look back at that time, do you have a fond rock star moment that you're really proud of? Or You know, our second album, we 
sort of off the cuff covered the Grateful Dead. And, you know, that's not even a multi-track recording. That was just us sort of getting warmed up in the studio. We played the song Loser. Well, really, it's Jerry Garcia song. It was just existed on oh, a digital cassette. And uh, we put that out, you know, thinking like, Man, well, it's actually pretty cool. Let's put it on the album. We didn't think anything about it. But it led to us playing with for three days with the Grateful Dead at Outson Stadium. And, you know, I met Jerry Garcia. I mean, I don't think it gets, I mean, unless maybe I met a Beatle or a member of the Rolling Stones. I mean, it doesn't really get any, you know, higher than that. And the crazy thing, though, is that I accidentally ran into Jerry Garcia. There's little porta potties under the stage oh, for the crew. Yeah. And I was standing waiting to go on stage and he came out of the porta potty and bumped into me. And then uh, we started talking briefly and he was shaking my hand. And I'm really not like this. I have no germ phobia or uh -huh. anything like that. But I kind of didn't hear anything he said because I just kept going, there's no sink in there. I just <laughs> so and then he walked off. And I'm like, I just completely wasted my like 90 seconds with Jerry Garcia. I have no idea what he just Aww. he was just thanking us for playing. I mean, I suppose, but I I just didn't remember any of it. I was thinking back to the record Kerosene Hat, uh -huh. um, and I was thinking about the 90s and at that time when musicians would put hidden tracks on I their know. album. And you guys had one of those. And that was a big deal for me when I discovered that back right. then. Well, one of our, it turned into one of our singles, Eurotrash yeah. Girl, was a hidden track. And we literally hit it because the discussion with sort of record company um, marketing sales was the album was too long. We'd actually released that as this sort of weird little B-side interim project. So it kind of been out there. So Don, our producer, said, you know what? Let's just let's just put it on the album as a hidden track, you know? Nobody will know. We don't have to have this argument with anybody. And so the record company actually didn't know that that was on there. And then that became like a single for us. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I love that. So you can't really do that anymore. You can't really hide tracks. You can yeah. do what I'm doing, which is just basically sell your new album at shows and off the website. Um, that's almost as good as having a hidden album. But uh, Yeah. You know. And on your website, you can listen to the new record as well, that's right. which is yeah. powerful. And I love that, especially over this last decade or so, you've been an advocate for musicians, which means you've actually lobbied on Capitol Hill for protecting musicians' rights, namely online. And how has this conversation shifted since you started being outspoken about it? Well, there's a lot more people that are coming out and talking about it and stuff like that. I was the lead plaintiff on two class action lawsuits against streaming services, yeah. which in a way, I think that is really what led to the legislation that was passed last year that gives us better bargaining power. Songwriters are sort of stuck behind a lot of really antiquated laws and we'd rather do stuff differently. Uh, I think this gives us a little more power. It's a compromise. It's not perfect. We're inching our way there. But it's it's interesting to have been a part of things that caused the United States government to change laws is interesting. I was reading that you said in the past, like a good way to support musicians is to pay for streaming services like Spotify yeah, instead of just the stream, the free. free. Yeah. You're actually, because it's a percentage of revenue and usually the 
free tier pays one-eighth of what the subscription tier pays. Yeah, this is all fascinating to me. You are a, a music teacher as well. You teach music business well, courses part of the year yeah. at University of Georgia. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm actually teaching really heavily right now. I'm actually in overload teaching. I'm teaching four classes right now. I teach the music publishing, all that legal stuff that goes with it, laws, the public policy. I also teach like an economics finance business sort of look at the music business it's like a little what mba topics as applied across the music business and then i just do uh, an intro class where it's very student directed and they tell me what they want to learn about about the music business and i each week we do a new topic and it's it's done collaboratively with the students. It's cool. That is cool. That's in that's in Athens, Georgia, yeah. and that's why you are not touring heavily right now, and why we have to wait till December thirty first to get Cracker and Camper yeah. Van Beethoven. I basically tour opposite the school schedule, but that's kind of the way we've evolved our touring schedule over the years. Anyway, fall tourings for the young bands with new records out. We have time for one more song, and I think you're going to dig into the uh, the Cracker archives for this one. Yeah, I picked the song Big Dipper because even though it's it's not quite autobiographical, it has very much the same flavor and feel as the autobiographical record. I can play it in that manner. So uh, this song's called Big Dipper. It's it's actually people are like, oh, that's a, you know, this is a cool love song sort of, but it's actually it's actually a portrait of Santa Cruz in a particular year. 1989, right before the earthquake, mm. and the old town, and that's what, uh, it, which was knocked down in the earthquake. So uh, that's what it is. It's kind of a portrait of the city. The, here's the weird thing about it: a lot of the things that I mention in there are in the horror movie Us. Are actually the things I mention in there are all throughout that movie, which is hilarious. Oh, I gotta go back and like, <laughs> like the Big Dipper, uh-huh. which is real. I changed the Big Dipper instead of Giant. Coaster. It's actually yep. Giant Dipper, but I changed it to Big Dipper. But yeah, so that's what it is. So it's it's really funny. It's like a. It's like, oh, well, there's here's another take on Santa Cruz, <laughs> you know. <laughs> totally. And it is Friday the 13th as well, so a little bit of spookiness yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making the us connection. My guest is David Lowry. Let's hear this now. He's doing an acoustic version of Big Dipper. It's Indy 1023. Cigarettes and carrot juice, and get yourself a new tattoo for those sleeveless days of June. I'm sitting on the cafe, Zeno steps with a book I haven't started yet, or watching all the world go by. Could I take you out? I'll be yours without a doubt On that Big Dipper And if the sound of this, it frightens you We could play it real cool And act somewhat indifferent June, why'd you have to come 
Why'd you have to come around so soon? I wasn't ready for all this nature. The terrible green, green grass and violent blooms of flower dresses and afternoons that make me sleepy. But we could wait a while Before we push that dull turnstile Into the passage Where thousands they have tread And others sometimes fled Before the turn came For the passage From the top You can see Monterey Or think about San Jose Though I know it's not that pleasant And hey Jim Kerouac brother of the famous Jack or so he likes to say lucky bastard he's sitting on the cafe Zeno steps with the girl I'm not over yet or watching all the world go by You're looking back Did I make you feel that sad? I'm honestly flattered But if she asked me out I'll be hers without a doubt On that big dipper Cigarettes and carrot juice and get yourself a new tattoo for those sleeveless days of June. I'm sitting on the cafe, Zeno steps. I haven't got the courage yet. I haven't got the courage yet.
an acoustic version of Big Dipper as performed by David Lowry, a classic cracker song from the Golden Age, which came out in 1996. Thank you so much for coming by and sharing your songs with us. Uh, no problem. It's a pleasure being back here. The new album is called In the Shadow of the Bowl. It is out now. And don't miss Cracker and Camper Van Beethoven at the Soil Dove Underground on New Year's Eve.